in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ooh, sorry. No, sorry. We're sorry we're laughing. It's just, that was bad timing. Sorry we're laughing. So, hello everyone. Um, we are currently on a Norwegian airline flight between uh, Helsinki and Stockholm. I'm recording the podcast. I'm joined with uh, Nick Ivo. Hi, Nick. Hi, Rambo. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I'm sure Dave's ears aren't because he's going to be uh, editing this. Uh, but Nick, um, on our way back from the camp, uh, we got the short straw getting the indirect flight, but uh, how did you enjoy the camp? I thought it was really good. Uh, been on these, obviously, for a number of years now, and uh, this is certainly one of the one of the better ones that we've had. We've had a, a good committed bunch of players and students who've turned up, and uh, they've made, uh, hopefully, all made big improvements and uh, happy to go back to their clubs ready for the second half of the season. Excellent, and uh, of course we've got um, uh, a few interviews to get to, so we'll get right to the first one. Just a few, we've got seven in total in this podcast, all from the, the camp. Um, the first one uh, was from Alison Brain. Did you get to spend any time with Alison? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, spent, spent some time coaching on, uh, on a couple of little bits. I know she was uh, looking at trying to improve her shot, uh, but mainly just a solid all-around defensive player and uh, good addition to the camp. Yeah, I, uh, I had the pleasure of doing shot fakes with the group and uh, she was the only one that made me um, physically jump out my skin so uh, I'll get to that right now. So I'm here with Alison Brain of the Sheffield Bears and Sheffield Shadows fame. Uh, how are we today Alison? Very tired, <laughs> very tired. <laughs> and uh, this is your first time in Finland um, I think, is that right? Yeah, yeah it is. It's the first ever time I've come to like um, a camp with the uni side of things. I've done camps with like um, Steel Dogs and Best of British but never anything with like uni. Okay and uh, how are you finding the sort of atmosphere uh, amongst the, the group of players? On the way here, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so awkward. It's going to be so sh**. I was like, there's only one bear here. But then, um, like, everyone's like, seems to like get to know each other and it's, it's like, a, it's a lot of fun, really. Um, but yeah. Okay, and uh, the, other, the other news for you, of course, is uh, you're now in the GBU programme. Uh, how are you finding that? Um, it's all right. I mean, I've met some of the girls that are going to be in it. Well, that I know for a fact are going to be in it. Um, but yeah, they all seem all right. It's just... Obviously, the Wednesdays for the training, it's just a bit like, I don't feel like I can always make it because of uni, but I'm excited, I'm looking forward to it, but just a bit nervous as well. Okay, and uh, for, the, for the kids at home that we have listening, um, uh, how did you get into hockey? It originally started, uh, me and my brother just skating, um, and we did something where it was just like stick handling, and then my brother moved into doing it, and then one day I was just like, I want to play hockey, and I just did a camp, did learn to play, Got into women's hockey and then joined in at uni. Okay, and uh, and how long have you been playing hockey for? Uh, five years now. Okay, so uh, five years. You're about to have a good hockey story. Tell us your best hockey story. Getting a 14 match ban in the Sheffield Academy under 20s game. I think that's my that's like my only good hockey story. I don't have any other interesting facts. Oh, and um, 
putting a hole in my knee from my own skate. That was fun, having that stitched up. Okay, so talk us through that. Which one? The hole? The hole, yeah. Um, so basically, I thought it was a good idea to do a full lap of the eyes as fast as I could and then slide over, not the blue line, not the red line, but the goal line. And as I went into the boards, I put one skate out and it bounced back onto my knee and the rest of my body sort of like crumpled on top and it just put a hole in my knee and I had to be taken to A&E. So um, uh, I don't think you were aware of the podcast until uh, until I mentioned this to you on the trip. Um, so anyone you want to give a shout out to? No, no one. Maybe just my nan for funding me for doing all the hockey stuff and giving me these opportunities. Excellent. Thanks very much. Thank you. Um, so that was Alison there, as, as we've discussed already. Um, we also had some uh, quite newbies to the, the camp. Uh, and and uh, how did you find the group of newbies we had? Uh, I thought they were uh, they were all well behaved, which is always the first thing from a, an organisational point of view of having to look after these people. But um, I really was uh, happy with how they took to the whole experience and buying into it. Uh, you get veterans who've been to these camps a number of times and they know what it's about. They know how to look after themselves. Sometimes when you get new people, they go a little bit crazy. They're a little bit too exuberant to begin with and struggle towards the end of the week. But they all just about managed to hold themselves together and uh, and get through it. Probably with the mostly with the help of our next interview. Yeah. Um, so the next interview is Harley Beswick. He was from Nottingham. Uh, I think it was his first BIG camp. Came about one of the characters of the camp anyway. Uh, subject to a few pranks, but uh, all in good spirit. Um, so we'll get to Harley now. Okay, so I'm joined here with uh, Harley Beswick um, from the Nottingham Mavericks fame uh, at the uh, BIHA camp. How are you enjoying the camp so far? Yeah, it's great fun. I mean, I'm learning lots of new stuff, improving my fitness, which is a big thing for me. And yeah, it's great fun. Okay, and uh, tell us about you about your hockey journey. Uh, so it was I was actually part of like a kayaking club, and then one of the um, uh, one of my friends said, "Hey, you should come along to this uh, ice hockey game." I went, "Yeah, sure, why not?" I went and watched a local ice hockey game, and I've been hooked ever since. And eventually decided to try it out myself. Okay, and uh, what transferable skills do you think there are between kayaking and ice hockey? Yeah, okay, um, probably not many. I mean, it's, it's completely different. So, yeah. Okay, and uh, how's the sort of spirit in the, the room? There seems to be tunes going and stuff with the guys. Yeah, I mean, they played a prank on me today. They um, took my visor off, made me walk around half the block, and then it was that dude just ended up being under my seat. But, yeah, great, great, great morale ended up everywhere. Okay, and uh, there's lots of people listening to this pod, mainly Nick's mum and my mum. So uh, do you want to give a shout-out to anyone? Uh, yeah, just my mum really helping me through thick and thin and, yeah, just give, making sure she gives me that extra push. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Um, so that was Harley there, Nick. Uh, what was it? What was your favourite Harley moment at the weekend? There's really so many to talk about. He's uh, quite the character. And I, all I would say is uh, the Nottingham Mavs are very, very lucky that they get to spend all that time with him. Yeah, I, I think my favourite moment was at handball when he was in goal and then scored uh, from the other end and then didn't proceeded to, proceeded to do that for the rest of the session. Yeah, um, it wasn't maybe the best tactic in the world. Um, the camp, I have to say, Nick, was probably pretty predominantly Nottingham people. Um, but um, a good bunch uh, from different sort of levels at Nottingham, would you say? Yeah, I would say there was a good uh, a good mix of the Nottingham group. I know it is traditionally, it used to be a Nottingham Mavs trip that uh, obviously Simon and Ryan were highly involved in and it's evolved into uh, a bit more of a, a BYJ club trip. But um, 
it is nice to obviously there is a strong maths contingent there always is especially a lot of their new beginners on their new program kind of a, i've heard some of them talking about it's a bit of a rite of passage as a as a new mav you need to go to finland and the on the winter trip and until you haven't you haven't really earned your stripes so but even then it's good to see some of the the mavs who've been here for a couple of years now and really see their progression from when they were the beginners a couple of years ago to like watching them now and uh really really progressing into uh into good hockey players yeah, um, and we got the chance to. I got the chance to speak to a couple of them uh, after dinner uh, on our second to last night. Um, I was uh, 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 Pip Waddington and uh, Jared Barnes. Um, so just uh, we'll, we'll scoot to that interview now. So uh, I'm joined with Pip Waddington and Jared Barnes of um, Nottingham Mavericks. Uh, I hope you're do- both doing well. So I'll come to you first, Pip. Um, tell us a bit about how you got into ice hockey. Uh, I started ice hockey at uni, and uh, it was the f- it was the first time I'd got into it because I, I'd wanted to play for a long time, but never had the chance in school. Um, and I've been playing for just over two years now. Quality and uh, Jared, um, what about yourself? Uh, so my family on my dad's side's from America, up in Colorado. So they're into sort of a lot of winter sports and stuff. So every time I've been over there, I sort of got into it more. And yeah, in my final year of uni, I decided to join the the Mavs team. Cool. And uh, can you explain why you were wearing an Aberdeen Lynx jersey this weekend? Um, because I'm half Scottish, half American. So my mum and all my family on her side are from Aberdeen. So and then yeah. That's why I'm all from Colorado, so I support Avalanche as well. Cool, cool. And uh, you were at the camp last year, Pip. Um, can you tell us a bit about how your experience differed this year from last year? <laughs> uh, this year, I um, I focused a lot more on uh, the the group activities. Uh, decided <laughs> to, not <drink. laughs> to not drink this year because uh, it hindered my my playing experience last year. <laughs> Um, we also uh, tried out a few more things like the, the off-ice activities and stuff. Um, yeah. Cool. And uh, is this your first time in the camp, Jared? No, I was here last year as well. OK, and how how do you, how you find it this year compared to last year? Um, pretty similar, I guess. The schedule's a bit better now that it's not with the, the GBU women's sort of team. So we've got a bit more free time and stuff to explore. We were out today and... But yeah, the overall the the training and stuff's been yeah equally as good as last year. Okay, and uh, Pep, if you could summarise Ryan Rathbone in a word, what would you say? I don't have a word. <laughs> this is. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, this is not a video podcast. <laughs> you set me up for it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just playing. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to give a shout out to anyone? Um. Oh yeah, Georgia and Alex. Yeah. Okay, and yourself. Yeah, same two people. They're <laughs> they're great friends. Excellent. Thank you both. No worries. Of course, uh, Nick, you were on last year's camp. You were part of the development group. Uh, you remember uh, Pip had a slightly different camp this time. Uh, yes. Uh, certainly a little bit more dry than uh, than last year. You might you might say, but. Um, but no, again, someone who's shown massive improvement in terms of uh, last year, really taking her first steps as a rookie out there, and then this year really starting to really influence play and influence a game and, and a really solid maths player, really. 
yeah, and quite a good laugh as well. And the other, uh, there was there was people from all over though, not just from Nottingham. I know we've mentioned Nottingham quite a bit, um, but uh, one of the one of the guys we had, we, uh, you remember my interview with uh, the Glasgow Stags, uh, Oliver Edby. It's a little bit disappointed. Well, I finally found a, a true weed from Glasgow. Did you get the chance to work with Ross Wotherspoon? Uh Yeah, I did. I was quite surprised how uh, strong his accent was. But again, someone who came with the right attitude and, and again, showed real progress in the four days that were there. You could see uh, things that he, he came that he wanted to work on and hopefully he can go away and he's happy with what he's uh, what he's come, taken away from this. Yeah, and he managed to do something that neither of us managed to do, Nick, uh, which was score a penalty shot. Yeah, he did. Um, obviously, I was a little bit unprepared. I think you would probably ag- agree. But, um, but yeah, he did, which uh, which uh, quite a lot of other people failed to do as well. So we're not alone in our uh, in our abject failure on that penalty shootout. Um, but, yeah, great kid. Yeah, and uh, someone the Stags should be proud of. And uh, so I had a chance to chat with him. So he's up next. So I'm joined here with Ross Wotherspoon and Vera Mackey uh, from the south side of Glasgow. How are you doing, Ross? I'm very well, Rambo. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so you just had your last uh, ca- camp session there. How have you enjoyed the camp? Yeah, it's been really fun. It's been really helpful. The work we've been doing is really good. Feel have improved a lot. Great, great. And uh, tell us a bit about how you got into hockey. Uh, so I started playing ball hockey and uh, I've always had an interest in ice hockey ever since I was young and uh, just started uh, playing with Glasgow Stags and uh, it's all kind of kicked off from there. And uh, yeah, so you played your first game with Stags on the 2nd of December, how was that? Yeah, it was hard. Um, it was a lot more than I expected, but like we battled hard and it was good fun. So um, just onwards and upwards from there, I suppose. Yeah, and uh, obviously um, you're one of the only people here from Glasgow, apart from Lynn Sinclair. Uh, what's, the, what's the atmosphere in the room like? Um, it's very English. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it's very English. But they've all been a good laugh. They've been very welcoming. Um, the people here are really nice. So, yeah, it's been good. Um, is there anyone you want to give a big shout-out to? Oh, just everyone. They've all been great. Like, everyone's been having a great laugh out here. Uh, we've been training hard, working hard. It's been good. Uh, any pranks? Oh, we got we got Beswick, Harley Beswick pretty well. Um, scavenger hunt for his visor. Um, yeah, it was pretty pretty funny. Great stuff. Have a good uh, flight home. Yeah, you too. Cheers. Um, of course, Nick. Uh, at these camps, um, oh, they don't work without the players, um, but they also don't work without the uh, with the staff either. And uh, we're quite lucky that we've got a strength and conditioning coach with us all the time. Not something clubs normally have. Uh, and you've been a few of these camps now. What, what's your what's your thoughts on Drew Marshall? I think Drew's probably the most in, invaluable asset that, that comes to this camp. I know a lot of people obviously sign up and they look at the ice time as, uh, as we get the announcement for the seatbelt signs. Uh, I know a lot of people look at the ice time, but it's actually the, the work that he does with the S&C and, and, the, and the preparation that he puts into uh, getting the people on the right physical mindset off the ice before they actually play is, is so beneficial and I think certainly every single person would comment that without him they won't be able to last the, the four days on the ice so to be honest he, he's worth every penny yeah and uh, I had the chance to sit with him we were in the bar last night um, just having a couple of uh, Guinness clears of course uh, just chilling uh, before the, the last uh, day of on ice and then leaving 
and I got the chance to chat with him and pick his brain a little bit. And uh, so we'll, we'll just we'll just skip to that now. So I'm here in Veramaki uh, with uh, Nick Ival. Um, how are we, Nick? I'm good, thank you, Rambo. Are you? Doing very good. Um, this is a special excerpt in the, in the podcast. We're joined by uh, Drew Marshall. Um, Drew, uh, tell us a bit about yourself and what you're here for in the camp. Right, I'm an S&C coach at the University of Nottingham. I've worked with British Ice Hockey, uh, sorry, British Universities Ice Hockey since the start. And mainly my job on the camp is to make sure the players can get on the ice. Just make sure they keep them mobile and not too in too much pain. Okay, and what are the main challenges um, that you've had uh, over the years with that? Um, it's mainly lack of fitness from players, but also they're just not used to that amount of ice time in sh- such a short space of time, over four days on the ice twice a day. It's a lot of stress on the body. Okay, uh, Nick, you got anything for An- Andy? Uh, Drew, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just going to ask him. I know we've had some rather not so serious injuries this week, but um, how how would he dealt with the uh, dislocated ankle situation? <laughs> if it had been true. Well, once the guy with the dislocated ankle walked towards me, <laughs> I, I decided it probably wasn't dislocated. So we just gave him some stretches. If it had been a dislocated ankle. He'd be shouting a hell of a lot more than he was, and we'd be calling the ambulance. Okay, and uh, for um, all the other all the people out there that want to sort of stay mobile and fit and uh, and healthy, uh, what's what's the one piece of advice you'd give them? Um, make sure you're doing something every day. Work on flexibility. There's lots of good things out there that you can work on. Um, hockey, work on your hips and thoracic rotation, which is going to help with your shooting. And lots of glute strengthening exercises, and that will help with skating power. Okay, and uh, nationals will obviously be coming up quicker than people expect. Um, what sort of things should people be doing to keep themselves, you know, uh, you know, able, filled, full of fuel at nationals? What sort of things should we be eating and stuff? Um, so, plenty of protein to make sure that uh, you're getting enough protein to rebuild muscle. But also during the get the competition. Plenty of carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates that are going to release the energy slowly. Um, sugary stuff should be as a last resort, just to get you through that last bit of the game. <laughs> Nick, you got anything else for Andy? Well, I think them comments were quite good for us for our 18-hour stints on commentary. Never mind the the players. So uh, we're going to have to stay off the sugary drinks, I suppose, Rambo. Andy, Pepsi Max in the rider this year. He's not listening. Um, finally, one, one last thing. You've obviously beaten quite a few of these camps. Um, who would you describe as your best and worst roommates over the years? <laughs> um, <laughs> my best roommate was the very first one, and that was Simon's brother, Mike. And... Basically, he was the best roommate because he actually slept out in the main part of the uh, chalet and not in the bedroom, so I had the room to myself. Um, The worst one? Hmm. Let's see. How many times have I changed rooms? Oh, once this year. (laughs) I think that might be you, Rambo. (laughs) 
And there we have it, folks. Uh, he's an honest man, if, if ever there was one. Um, so, yeah, Nick, uh, you, you were there as well. Uh, you got a chance to ask him a couple of questions about dislocated ankles and uh, quite clear that I'm the worst roommate ever um, on these trips. So I can, I, I can vouch for that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but he was a good good lad nonetheless and uh, I'm, I'm glad we have him along. Um, and he, he also does a lot of other stuff for us. So, uh, Drew, um, we hope you're listening. Thank you very much. Um, of course, back to the players. We don't always have just BIHA players at these uh, these events. Um, and we had a couple of players that maybe didn't play in their BIHA club. Um, and one of those being um, Kaylee Bickle, who just plays for the Nottingham Vipers at the moment. Um, Do you get the chance to work with Kaylee? Um, yeah, again, uh, during the rotation work that we did on the stations, Kaylee kind of stood out with a a solid overall play and just just uh, good fundamentals which I think we've all talked about before uh, really at the level that we're looking at and developing hockey players for the strong fundamentals takes you a hell of a long way and again got the right attitude got the right skill set she's uh, she's got everything that she needs to succeed yeah she's not been playing particularly long but a lot of potential um, I had, to chat, I had a, a quick chat with her uh, I've put her up put under the cosh a little bit with the last question but um, I will get to that one now. So um, I'm Evita Mackey with uh, Kaylee Bickle. Kaylee, how have you found the camp? It's been really good, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Okay, and uh, you, um, you're obviously one of the Nottingham uh, contingent here, um, so tell us a bit about how you got into hockey. Um, well, I was playing netball um, at uni and then um, I decided to try a different sport, so I tried roller hockey um, and then one of my friends at roller hockey in Loughborough played for Manf, so I thought I'd give it a go. All right, and, that, and the rest is history. Um, and uh, n- now who are you playing for? At the moment I play for Vipers, um, that's the only team I play for. And um, have you made some friends while you're here? Has the group been good? Yeah, it's been a really good group. I didn't really know anyone before I came, um, just a couple of people from Nottingham. But, yeah, everyone's been really nice and really friendly. OK, and one uh, sort of final question in one word. Uh, sum up Ryan Rathbone. <laughs> um, annoying. <laughs> oh. Um, so uh, just one last thing. Is there anyone you want to give a shout-out to? Uh, everyone that's been on the camp. <laughs> Fantastic! Cheers. <laughs> and so that was uh, that was Kaylee. Um, another uh, well, perhaps well known from the live stream guy, uh, Will Will Fry. Um, I never asked him the question I wanted to, the pun question. I think I was maybe a bit tired and forgot. But uh, yeah, Will was a, Will was probably one of the more advanced players on the camp, uh, save for maybe Adam Perry and and a couple others. But um, he certainly uh, certainly showed what he was made of. Um, I thought he listened really well as well for being one of the more advanced guys. Uh, what did you make of Will? I think Will's uh, was one of the leaders off the ice of the of the guys and of the group, and you can tell he's uh, he's got a little bit of experience from uh, externally outside, obviously the BYJ and other things going on. But I think one of the best things about him, as you say, is he turned up again with the right attitude. Didn't turn up thinking. I can play a little bit. I know I'm better than these guys are. I know he was constantly asking questions and asking, uh, trying to develop himself in terms of picking the brains of some pretty good coaches and me and you, uh, and asking uh, <laughs> and asking what he could do to improve his game. And I know certainly from talking to some of the other players, like he was constantly asking some of the other senior players, like, what would you do in this situation or how would you handle this? Like, what, what do you think to that? 
certainly he gave everything. He can't ask for much more than that. Uh, so I got the chance to chat with him. Uh, he's a little bit more media trained given that he, uh, he works in media. And so <laughs> and here he is uh, now. Uh, so I'm uh, at Viramaki with uh, Will Fry. Will, how did you find the camp? Uh, yeah, it was good. Pretty intense. Um, been a busy, busy week. Legs are starting to hurt a little bit now, but it's, uh, I think everyone enjoyed it. It's, it's been a good experience. And uh, you, um, how long have you been playing hockey for? Uh, two and a half years now, just over, I think. Uh, started with Nottingham Mavericks, start of 2017, so three years, just about, I think. And what inspired you to take up the sport? Um, kind of some family history, some Canadian roots in the family. Uh, always enjoyed it since I was a kid, and it was one of those things that where I grew up, we didn't really have the opportunity. Um, so getting away to uni and where I moved to, it was, seemed like a no-brainer for me to give it a go. And uh, you have some, uh, you're quite a big follower of uh, the GB programme, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I keep involved. Um, again, got some links to the programme um, across the board through through the sponsorship side. It's been an experience that I've had this year, um, which has been interesting. It's It's been good to kind of get behind the scenes of it a little bit more, um, see how it all works and, and the hard work that goes on in the back room as well as the success they've obviously had on the ice. And, uh, you know, you've, uh, the camp, there seems to be, everyone's been having a good time and a good laugh together. Uh, there any stories you want to divulge? Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I can go too in-depth in the locker room stories. Uh, something that I think should probably stay in Finland. But, um, yeah, there's, there's been some, uh, some pranks going on, um, teaching some of the newbies the, uh, the etiquette of keeping locker rooms tidy and what happens if you, uh, if you breach the, the, the unwritten rules of the locker room I think some people had a habit of leaving things lying around and in that situation it happens two or three times and there were some warnings then it seems only fair that you, you start to hide some things and uh, <laughs> um, yeah I think the treasure <laughs> the treasure hunt that was set up I'm not going to divulge into who was behind that or, <laughs> or anything like that but um, yeah I think I think some wild goose chases were, were sent to try and get some of the equipment back I think the issue <laughs> the issue presents itself when the person in question doesn't notice things are missing until they're due to be on the ice. So, um, yeah, it was good fun. Uh, everyone's had a laugh. I think it was taken in good spirits. So, yeah, it was um, it was a good laugh. Yeah. And uh, we've we've had uh, seven on site um, on ice sessions, I think, or maybe five. Um, how have you found those, and what's been your favourite part? Uh, yeah, they've been good. Obviously, coaching's been been good as well. Um, oh, you said that. <laughs> Got to get the dig for the coaches in there. Yeah. Um, the tires a little bit. Uh, favorite session? I think probably the skating one. I think it's the one that people maybe enjoy the least. Mm. They see it on the schedule and go, oh, kind of moans and groans about it. And obviously, doing that one first was was pretty hard. But I think it's it's the one that you look at and go, you don't really get a lot of ice time in the UK, and when you do, you tend to be messing around with pucks and. And you've got a lot of guys on the ice and people want to do kind of systems and things and getting back to the fundamentals and really concentrating on the skating was, was good and um, yeah the legs burnt a little bit after that one but uh, probably the one that I, I'd probably say I did enjoy the most because you get the most out of it um, yeah so yeah the skating session I think Excellent, um, anyone you want to give a shout out to? Uh, I think everyone really I think it's just been a really good group that we've come away with, been quite a tight group everyone's kind of come from different parts of the country and you've got guys that know each other and guys that don't, guys that are new to the game, guys that have been around the game for years. Um, 
but yeah, it's been it's been great. Everyone's got along really well. Everyone's helping each other out. Um, everyone's brought something to the table, and it's been a good laugh. So um, hopefully, we get on one of these again. And, and again, you see the same sort of faces popping up, and it's good to know that you can kind of go around different rinks around the country and different BYHA events, and, and see the same guys. And you always kind of grow in the family, which is good. So okay, good stuff. Thanks very much. Um, so that was that was Will Fry. I think. We, was that seven? Because we, we had a lot of interviews. Hold on, am I supposed to have been counting? Uh, I don't know. Um, hold on. Why is the Norwegian so much longer than the English? Anyway, what beautiful language. Um, so, uh, Nick, so we have done it. We have done everyone. We have done all the interviews, yes, we uh, we can conclude that. Uh, Dave, please feel free to cut that last bit. Um, so, Nick, yeah, I mean, uh, we come away from the camp, a uh, bit of a journey home and stuff, um, and then right back to it. Uh, this weekend, there's games. Uh, what are you looking forward to most for the rest of the season? Um, it's really what with the turn of the year, and you turn over the calendar, turn over a new leaf, but you mainly look at the... It's crazy to think that you're potentially now 12 weeks away from, uh, 12, 14 weeks away from Nationals, which is crazy how time flies and how, how long it'll take before we're there. And we'll be sitting there doing live stream for uh, three weekends. But um, still a lot of hockey to go. We've talked about the leagues and well, the league style cup competitions so far and, uh, and the state of uh, the standings. And there's still a lot to be played for in a lot of the divisions. So uh, a lot of cup games to go, especially I know non-checking's a lot balance towards the second half of the year but it'll be uh, it'll be interesting as always and I'm sure there'll be plenty of twists and turns before we get to uh, get to Nationals yeah and of course um, at this podcast we can exclusively reveal that the IAS um, GBU uh, series games will be on the 24th of April 2020 Um Last year's games, I have to say, I thought outdone the games before. Um, and I think with time, they can only get better. Uh, Nick, are you looking forward to, to those games? Yeah, I think it's uh, since the addition a couple of years ago of that that added kind of event. I think it is um, it is a massive thing and it's, uh, it's great for the players involved. But I know it's a bigger, more prouder moment for the BYJ kind of populace in general in terms of I know a lot of people are proud of the players and teammates and friends who who make those games or who um, who, who take part in the event so it's huge and it seems to grow better every year and I'm excited to see what we've got this time around and I know um, there's a lot of planning and preparation going into it and all I can say is you guys need to either make sure that you're tuning in with uh, with our good selves and, uh, and on the live stream or uh, or getting there in person. Like if you if you're in the Sheffield area, it's a it's a great afternoon and evening of hockey. Yeah, it's well worth it, um, and it's normally uh, good fun in and around it. And even if the, it's just the Julian Tambonis again, um, I'm sure we'll have a great time. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot to a lot to look forward to. There'll be a lot to unpack on the next pod, no doubt, Nick. But I don't think we'll overdwell on it in this one. Um, so we will just say goodbye, folks. Um, it's a goodbye from me, and it's a goodbye from me. Cheers. Cheers.